Hello, and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies. And what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Hey, 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 welcome to podcast number 41. And to celebrate podcast number 41, I thought I'd start with a funny quote. When life gives you lemons, freeze them and throw them as hard as you can at the people making your life difficult. And the crowd roared. Okay, hands up if you just laughed. Now I know some of you are out there walking the streets or driving in your cars right now, and I made you smile. Now that I've made you smile, or at least I hope that I've made you smile, just fake it. I know, if you're out walking and you didn't smile, do a skip for me. Because did you know if you're skipping, you have no choice but to smile? Like, try it. Go and do it. Sam's looking at me now like I'm a freak. Have you have you tried that? I have tried it. And does it work? It works. High five. It's I really hard. It's bloody hard to skip and be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> I tried it. So in all seriousness, what is today's episode about? Well, we've had one of the most challenging, I guess, weeks this last week. With some bad news that we may share with you, may or may not share with you. Sam's giving me that look again. And we've had to do this. We've actually had to implement exactly what we're going to talk about today. So we hope that this serves you. Today's episode is about how you can take three steps to make lemonade out of lemons. So if you've had a lemon week or you've had a really ch- challenging life lately or if you are really struggling or not coping or these things that are happening that seem like they're out of your control jump on girlfriend because we got you covered this week so when life gives you lemons make lemonade so when life gives you lemons make lemonade is a proverbial phrase used to encourage optimism and a positive can-do attitude in the face of adversity or misfortune. Lemons suggest sourness or difficulty in life. Making lemonade is turning them into something positive and desirable. So what we're really essentially focusing on today is taking your mindset from a potentially challenging negative um, fixed mindset and changing it into a more positive growth mindset. So we can apply this to any obstacle or challenge that you might be going through right now. So let's have a look at some of the importance of why we should really start focusing on having a positive mental attitude. So mentally, when you have a positive attitude, you're more alert. You actually have less stress and you lower your risk of depression and other mental health problems. Anything that reduces both the risk of mental and physical illness is a must-have in my life, and it should be a must in your life. The best benefit of all is a positive outlook actually makes you live longer. I know, right? And we all want to live longer because we are all about creating our life by design as opposed to living life by default. Okay, let's be more specific. Let's talk about six benefits of having a positive attitude. So number one, Sam. 
A positive attitude allows for constructive thinking. Hmm. It actually enables you to think about solutions and believe that you can find them. And why do you think that's important? Because it means being active about solving problems rather than sitting there and waiting for someone else to sort it out for you or giving up and not looking for any solutions along the way and just accepting for how it is. Absolutely. And it's not enough to believe that things will turn out okay. You also need to be actively thinking about constructive solutions and then executing them. So it's, you know, fixed mindset as opposed to growth mindset. So fixed mindset is going to keep you stuck for longer. And look, I'm the first to say that when shit lands on my plate, I like to stay stuck. Maybe you call it burying your head in the sand. Mm, absolutely. May have done that a few times before. Both hands, hands going up. up and feet are going up right now, right? So look, if you if you have been one of those people, then I don't want you to stress about that. I want you just to keep listening to this podcast because you, like every one of us, are always in a position where you can choose a growth mindset where you're solution focused or a fixed mindset where you are stuck, like yep. stuck, like stuck. stuck in the mud, man. Okay, number two. Number two, a positive attitude enables creative thinking. Mm. So it's a way of looking at life and situations with a broader vision and finding creative solutions. And with a positive attitude, you're not afraid to look for new ways of doing things. Yeah, and I guess it's, it can be an, it's an opportunity to expand your current thinking. So if we're expanding our awareness, then we can create change. If we're staying stuck and we're not expanding our awareness... You're going to stay stuck, you're going to be grumpy, but also you're not having the really happy uh, chemicals bouncing around in your body. So it's not good for your health as we previously discussed. Number three. A positive attitude carries optimism as one of its main characteristics. It means hope and expecting situations to improve and plans to turn out well. What I love about that one is the expecting situations to improve and plans to turn out well. Mm. Because how often have we been in situations where we've been really challenged with a certain situation, like it could be anything in our business, it could be anything with um, a client, it could be anything with a staff member, it could actually be something that's happening with family. And we expect, due to previous or past behaviours, that shit's going to turn bad. Yeah, you know, glass you, half full, glass half empty. Absolutely. So when we actually change the way that we think, again, looking at that growth mindset as opposed to fixed mindset, we actually, the reticular activating system focuses on what you're thinking about. So if you're thinking that things are going to improve and plans are going to turn out well, guess what? You're going to get more of that showing up in your playing field. And I don't know about you, but for me, I need all the help I can get. All right, and number, number four. four, a positive attitude incorporates motivation. My favorite word, motivation. So this is the energy and zest to do things and accomplish goals. Did you see that? I was like already clicking my <laughs> fingers, man. Like I am motivated. So when motivation is present, you are keen on spending time and energy on the task at hand. Hands up if you get distracted all the time. And you know that you should have a task on hand, but you get distracted all the time. I saw all your hands up. Don't lie. Don't sit there or don't walk there and think, oh, I didn't put my hand up here because I can see you. So when you're sure of yourself, believe in your abilities and do not allow anything to discourage you. You become motivated. 
Absolutely. And it's like, it's that whole mental, you know, some people, they just seem so confident and they just go out and they just get things done. Ursh is one of those people. She's fantastic at just knowing what she wants, going for it. And everybody looks back and go, oh, because it's Ursh. No, it's actually because she has that positive motivation about getting things done, about not being stuck. Hey, that's like a compliment, really, because I was just going to say, like, I'm stubborn. No, you're determined. You're motivated and you have, pos- you have a positive attitude about getting things done with great motivation. Hey, hey, hey. I'll take the compliment. I'm, <laughs> I'm in the receiving mode. Okay, number five. A positive attitude has happiness at its heart. Mm. So a positive attitude is usually happy and content. We don't even need to expand on that because how true is it? It's just true, right? Happiness at its heart. It's always coming from a place of love. Okay, number six. A positive attitude enables you to build resilience when things don't go according to plan. So resilience allows you to rebound from adversity instead of staying stuck. Yeah, we were just talking about that right at the beginning when we were talking about creating your life by design. And I guess the other thing is a major component of resilience is the ability to maintain daily routines, which you know we are huge fans on. While coping mm-hmm. with major setbacks, because not everything is going to work out the way you'd envisioned in your mind. So example, this morning, like, you know, I've got my habit tracker <clears throat> and I have 10 things on my habit tracker. Well, last night I didn't do my habit tracker. Like I get my little red pen and I dot my dots and this morning I didn't even look at my habit tracker, right? So my, my I didn't maintain my daily routine today. Why? Because we've had a major setback this week. So my head's gone a little bit in the clouds. Life is it's just been sort of put on the hold button. And we've had other priorities in the last couple of days. So that's a reminder to all of us that, hey, if you too have not put your priorities right in the forefront and you've been focused on other things, I want you to know that that's okay. Because guess what? You're human just like us. And remember my saying... Progress over perfection every damn time. On my Ultimate You coaching group, where we have a book of the month, and our book of the month this month is Radical Confidence by Lisa Bilyeu. And what she says in her book that I really loved is your growth mindset is a muscle and you need to keep working on it. So what does that mean exactly? Well, basically, we weren't, well, I don't know, Sam probably, Sam may have been, right? But I certainly wasn't. I, well, I didn't think that I was until I started reading this book, and which reminds me, go and get the book. It's awesome, and it's fantastic on audio. However, when I listened to her, and I was like, actually, I am. I do have a growth mindset. So what I want you to think about is if you were going to the gym and you were training to get a six-pack, or let's not talk about six-packs, but let's just talk about your biceps. Your, biceps let's look at biceps and you wanted to train your bicep well you wouldn't go to the gym and do one two or three sets of bicep or one two or three days at the gym and expect to see a significant result so it's exactly the same when it comes to your growth mindset it is a muscle so therefore we must action it every single opportunity that comes across the table so every time you have an opportunity to expand your growth mindset or utilize your growth mindset I want you to think about this I want you to think about this right now is how today did you work on your growth mindset muscle 
So the first answer is, I listened to Ursh's podcast today. That would be a great start. But it is something that you definitely need to invest time in every single day. Because otherwise that muscle atrophies. And that means it no longer works. So you have to be committed to working and growing your growth, growth mindset muscle. That reminds me of a quote that I really love, which says, strength doesn't come from what you can do. It comes from overcoming the things you once thought you couldn't. Like, you know, when you first start doing weights and you think, I'm never going to be able to do a 10, a, a 10 kg bar. Like I said all the time in PowerFit, ladies will come in and they'll put on a small weight on each side and they'll look at somebody else in the room and go, wow, I'll never be able to lift as many weights as she's able to. She's amazing. And four weeks down the track, they give it a go and they can do it because they overcame that thought that they couldn't do it and they then they made themselves do it. And that just shows pure strength and belief in oneself, even if at first it wasn't there. You just have to constantly show up. Yeah, and, and it's be like, you know, we've, we've keep got going. hundreds of women through triathlons and mm. hundreds of women through 10Ks. And, you know, we used to do teams of 20, 30, and 40 people doing 100K cycles. And, yep. you know, it's it, you just have to – It's it doesn't come from what you can do. It, it really does come from overcoming the things that you once thought you couldn't. So remember, your growth mindset, it's a muscle. You can do it. We believe in you. So I'm curious, I want you to think right now, can you think of an episode in your life where you have a fixed mindset, like you're feeling stuck, maybe you're feeling really frustrating, maybe you're really envious or maybe you're really tired, maybe you're really fatigued and maybe your brain is going into overload and all you're doing is focusing on the one thing that you can't create, change around right now. And if so, we're going to share with you the three steps that you can turn the situation around, right? Just three simple steps that you can make lemonade out of lemons. Okay, number one, ask yourself, what am I learning? Number two, what is the opportunities? And number three, what am I thankful for? All right, let's look at step number one first. What am I learning right now? And why does that matter? Because sometimes we're so focused on that. Remember we talked about that growth and fixed mindset. Our mindset's so fixed, we're finding all the drama, all the problems. We're, we're moving our mind into the future of something that hasn't actually happened yet. Therefore, we're not living in the present moment. And when we stop to think about what we're actually learning in this crisis or this obstacle or this situation or this frustration or this problem that we're really stuck in right now, this allows the brain to stop and think. The brain loves to answer any questions you ask it. So if you take your mind from, why is this happening to me, to what am I learning right now, your brain will find the answer. The brain is designed to answer questions. So if you ask yourself good questions, you're going to get great answers. But if you ask yourself stupid questions that generally spiral into a very negative mindset, mm. you're going to get some very negative, stupid answers. So you have to start changing the way that you ask questions of yourself so that you can learn the positive things that are coming from this thing. 
And I want to share with you a quote that I think is really relevant when I was going through the um, diagnosis through my liver a, a few years ago is, I am learning every day to let the space between where I am and where I want to be inspire me and not terrify me. And what I really love about that is, you know, every time I keep thinking about the what if question, it was taking me into the future, which was actually creating fear and it was terrifying me. And when I stopped and asked myself, what am I learning now? Like, why, why is this happening? Like, why now? What am I doing in my life that I need to create change around to get a different outcome? It gave me another way to think about things. It stopped me propelling myself into the future and it centered me into the moment. And it made me start to think about behaviors and action steps that I'd been taking, which enabled me to grow in other areas. And specifically looking at alternative medication, looking at alternative therapies, looking at nutrition um, changes, nutrition changes, looking at, uh, I Sleep guess, patterns. Yes, sleep patterns was huge, uh, decreasing my exercise workload, reducing stress stress levels, different forms of massage, different forms of spirituality, different reading resources. So what I learned and what I continue to learn, because let's be clear, I'm not an expert at this, is patience. Can anyone relate to that? How many of you have ever experienced something that's really challenging and you've just asked yourself, what am I learning? And the first thing that comes up is it's damn patience. Well, newsflash. Two years later, I'm still learning patience. So maybe I'm one of those people that needs to be donged on the head a few times before I learn the lesson. And learning patience, for some people, may take a couple of weeks. For others, it may take years. And that's okay, because we're still learning something. And isn't that what life's all about? Life is all about the journey and learning how we can become more tapped into our heart space, drop out of our head space so that we can show up with more love and less judgment. So here's the challenge. When you notice that you are spiraling down or when you feel like you're stuck or when you're, you know, like, I don't know, it's like you're in quicksand and you really feel that there's no, no way out. I want you to just to go like this. Like that was a clap. That was a way better clap, right? I want you to do that and then just snap and go, what am I learning? What am I learning? What am I learning? Now, it doesn't matter if you're angry and aggressive, but what we need to do is change your neural pathways and start focusing on things that are going to serve you and move you to a growth mindset as opposed to allowing and enabling you to stay stuck and keeping you on a fixed mindset. So that's how we're going to do it. All right, step number two. What is the opportunity or opportunities? There could be several. And why does this matter? I'll tell you why it matters, because it keeps you solution focused. And I don't know if you're like me, I tend to meet a problem head on, then I get mad at the problem, then I try to bury the problem. And uh, solutions may not happen as quickly as what I like. Like I am not I'll put my hand up right now and say, in this marriage, Sam is a solution finder. I'm the little person on the sideline that likes to have a little bit of a tenty. Like, I like to have a little tenty first. I like to have a little bit of a moan and a groan about it. I've definitely worked on it. It's a work in progress. Definitely. And improving every single oh, day. High five. <laughs> I improve every single day. Sometimes she beats me to it now. <laughs> and that's okay. We all, you know, if, if we look... At what are the opportunities that could come from this? Again, we're going to expand our awareness. We're going to create even more 
areas of growth, more areas of love, and we could, what do you know, get more, find our purpose, and have more passion in life. Like, there's always an opportunity to every single problem. There's masses amount. And, you know, how do you, how do you share with them? Like, like, tell us, how come you're solution focused? Like, that's just a natural ability that you have. Because, you know, I have to grow that muscle. Like, girls, I'm telling you, I'm growing that every damn day. I just have this just generally mindset that every, there's a solution to everything. Everything, one of my favorite sayings is, everything is figureoutable. Yeah, that's our favorite, isn't it? So, when, you know, when something is not going right, there has to, to me, there's always a solution. There's always a way around it. It's never... I don't. I just don't naturally go to doom and gloom. I just go straight into. So, what's the solution? So, in like this situation, what's the opportunity? So, okay, this has happened, and instead of going, ah, oh, what have I learned? I've learned that if life sucks, and that I've got the crappiest friends, and that my family suck, and that no one cares about me. It is it can can for some people be a very natural thought pattern. For me, I'd be. What am I learning? I'm learning that I haven't. I need to take more action I need to contact somebody what are the opportunities all right there's an opportunity here there's a gap there I need to get this I need to ring this person I need to do that email so instead of thinking all the negative thoughts and going down that negative spiral which is so easy to do I have taught myself from a very young age and I think it's thanks to my my parents Mm. especially my mum's attitude is you know like shit happens she might not say that exactly but basically mum if you're listening to this Stuff happens. (laughs) Stuff happens, and there's no points crying over spilled milk. What are you going to do to fix it? That's right, because opportunity is everywhere. So they say, when one door closes, open another, and opportunity standing there. Are you going to be ready to receive opportunity and ready to grab opportunity, or are you going to slam the door in opportunity's face? Remember, today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow that you want. And I guess that, you know, when we when we first moved into the gym, which was eighteen over 18 years ago now, mm-hmm. right? And within three months of us purchasing this business, which wasn't cheap, the rent actually went up 100K. Yeah, so it, it went up by 100,000. <laughs> it didn't go up to 100,000. It went up by 100,000, which was almost double what we would originally started with. So you can tell we're still traumatized by this, by the way. (laughs) This is 18 years later, there is still trauma in this body. So we had a decision three months after purchasing and giving up everything for this business 18 years ago and walking away or fighting and fighting our little bodies off, really, like we did our heads, our bodies, like we gave it absolutely we gave everything, everything like everything. every cell in this body, right? And we just keep working and working and working and working because we had to find an opportunity of how we were going to make things work. And, you know, we started off on the back foot and before we knew it, we were just thousands and I guess, and that was over five years or eight years. Look, I can't remember the exact time frame. And so we had a massive premise at the time. We were yeah. paying a substantial it wasn't it was it was phenomenally high like it was ridiculously high in rent and we look at it now it just thinks we you know we're surprised how, how did we, we survive we don't know how we survived and what was the opportunity back then is the opportunity was we had to lease some space out now that was going to cost us another hundred thousand 
on top of what we'd already paid for the business and we'd already invested another 50000 to, to do a minor reno in the first two years that we'd done it. So we were clocking up debt, significant debt, and we thought we just actually can't continue to do this. This is ridiculous. And we started looking at what are the opportunities here? Like, what are we learning? Like, we're learning that we need to have a proper lawyer look over our documentation. That was the first thing we noticed that we learned. Yeah, you then, need to take more responsibility. Yeah, we definitely have to take more responsibility. You can't leave everything in the hands of everybody else to sort out. You actually have to take responsibility for, for it wasn't anybody's fault. It was our fault that we had missed it. It was our fault that we hadn't been on top of it and that we just trusted other people to take care of things for us. Oh, and we I'm had sorry. to take I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to go right below the line here. No. <laughs> it was the damn lawyer's fault. That's yeah. what you pay three grand for. Right? Absolutely. That's what you, anyway. You have to take ownership at the end of the day. We did, didn't we? Yes. We had to do We had to put our big girly undies on. And then you take what are the opportunities? And the opportunities for us in that business in the first 10 years was that we got to open a men's boxing weight loss clinic yeah right so that was fantastic so we opened another business which was called fat man slim and then we opened another business which was called uh, or cafe which was called z-bomb cafe so you know without knowing what we were going to do we stopped and we thought what are we learning we had to have the really hard questions what are we learning rather than feeling frustrated all the time and then what opportunities can we create from this right now like what can we do what are the options that we have in front of us because we could walk away and we could go straight into bankruptcy and trust me that was definitely an option it was a really challenging time and it was a really stressful time in our life mm. at, that, at that time and you know we seize the opportunity so nothing is ever lost remember today is an opportunity to get better so don't waste it buttercup do not waste it all right So, number three is, what am I thankful for? Now, fear and gratitude cannot coexist. That's why that matters. It matters so much because I don't know if you can relate to this, or maybe you've actually experienced it, that when you're constantly living in the future, living in the what-if world, fear is like right on your shoulder it's not on your right shoulder it's on your right it's on your left and it's sitting in the middle of your head like fear rules everything and fear keeps you stuck fear keeps you so isolated that you don't move you don't reach out you don't ask for help well guess what fear and gratitude they can't coexist so as shitty as life may be right now like if you've got heaps of lemons stuck in your path right now what could you be thankful for? And one of the lessons that my uh, clinical psychologist taught me when I was 28 was I had to do 10 gratitudes every day. And I've shared with this with you on previous podcasts is this is one of my most powerful learnings. I 100% hand on heart will tell you that gratitude saved my life. It absolutely saved my life. And I do gratitude every single morning, every single night without, without fail. Like, and if I have failed, it she doesn't, She's not a pleasant person to be around. Like she starts, you know, I get a little bit AWOL, don't mm. I? I get a little bit manic and I get a little bit of the blame, shame and complain game happening. So I always, 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 always come back to how thankful I am. Like what can I be grateful for in this situation? And I'll give you an example because people say, well, I don't know, you know, what can I be grateful for? Well, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing that I say is I'm truly blessed and grateful for my wife, my life, and my fur baby. 
Why? Because some people are not going to wake up with their partner tomorrow. And, you know, coincidentally, we just went to a funeral on Friday. It was one of the most beautiful, significant funerals that we've ever been to. And every time I'm, I hear or we know somebody that's lost their partner, I just have way more love and gratitude and thankfulness for my wife. Every single, every single day I wake up and I just tell her how amazing my life is before she even gets out of bed. My life is just outstanding. It's phenomenal. It's incredible. I get to wake up in a nice snuggly bed with a beautiful duvet, electric blanket, a nice beautiful pillow where I get to open the blinds and and look at the outside world. I have hot running water. I get to brush my teeth with a toothbrush and toothpaste. I get to have medication like copious amounts of tablets before I even leave the house that Half of them I don't even have to pay for because they're covered because of insurance in this company. Like, in this company, in this country. That would be another <laughs> blueberry, right? How crazy is that? So if we have more gratitude, then we have more abundance of everything around us. As Oprah says, be thankful for what you have. Mm. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. So it's had positive thinking, always being grateful and positive about things that you do have in your life. It makes all the difference because whatever you think about, you bring about. Ursh talks about this all the time. And if you're thinking about the wonderful things in your life that you're grateful for, you will have more things come to you that you will be grateful for. But if you're constantly thinking about all the things you don't have and you're showing a lack of gratitude, guess what? You're going to get more of nothing. So spinning around the way you think. And Christy Nielsen in the book Wake Up Grateful. Now this is another book that we read in our Ultimate You group this year. And I mean, another really good book. So if you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it. So one of the things that she says in the book is, while we are alive, we are always receiving. So I'm going to say that one again, because this one was one of the ones that I actually wrote on a little post-it note. And it says, while we are alive, we are always receiving. And sometimes it's really easy to forget that. Like we forget about all the abundance and everything that we have right now in our life because we get stuck with the lemons that are in our path right now. And when we think about the fact that we are always receiving, like everything that we have is a blessing and everything that we need is already here, then that takes us out of lemons and makes us think about lemonade. It's already happening. You're already producing lemonade. And that was Dax's idea of what he thought about that particular quote. If you didn't hear, rewind slightly. You might there hear might it have been a, a pretty loud coming out of Dax during that last little sentence. <laughs> he loves gratitude. This house <laughs> is full of gratitude. Full of gratitude. So you're like, okay, so how do I do this gratitude thing? Really simple. Find three things that you are grateful for every single day and write them down. That's it, three things. Now, that can be related to your health. That can be related to your home. That can be related to your relationships. That can be related to your friendships, to your money, to your car, to your job, to your business, to the feet, no, the feet, the shoes that you have on your feet. Like, what, what, what did you do this morning that you could be grateful for? Come on, think about it. 
Like, what could you be grateful for this morning? Like, Sam, what do you give me three things that you're grateful for? Top of your head. All right. I'm grateful that I woke up this morning next to my beautiful wife on a nice Sunday morning and without the alarm. Yes. I'm grateful for visiting family today. We got to see amazing a little nephew, grand nephew, <laughs> and hang out with our niece and our and mum. We went for an amazing walk this morning with friends and had breakfast out. I'm grateful for the fact that we had a beautiful sunny day yesterday, which made us even more grateful for the lovely rainy Sunday feeling we're getting today. I'm grateful for an amazing dinner that made me super full. Then now I don't want to eat anything because I don't, I couldn't fit anything in. I could tell you a hundred things I'm grateful for. There we go. So your challenge is to find what's three things that you're grateful for. You can download apps. You can record it on an app. You can journal it. You can say it out loud. You can pop post-its on your mirror. You can set alarms on your phone. But keep shit simple. You don't need to make gratitude hard. You don't need to overthink it. What are three things that you're grateful for? So I put my hand on my heart every morning and I just go, I'm grateful for my wife, my life, and my fur baby. I have three things straight away. And then I open my eyes, look around my room, then what am I grateful for? So before I even get out of bed, there's like 8, 10, 12 things. By the time I've brushed my teeth, damn, I'm already hitting 20. It's just normal autopilot. And that's me expanding and growing my growth mindset. So you have to start somewhere. If you have not done gratitude or it's something that you're not used to practicing, good news, girlfriend, it's a skill. And a skill means you can grow it and get better at it. So you just got to start practicing. Remember the bicep curl that Sam was talking about earlier? That's all you need to do is practice using your growth set mindset. It's like a muscle. Practice mm. it. Practice it, practice it, practice, practice it. Practice, practice, And so when the world throws you a lemon, what are you going to do? You're going to learn something from it. You're then going to think, what are my ask, opportunities? You're going to ask yourself, what am I learning? Yeah, what am I learning mm. from this? What am I learning from this? You don't always have to answer the question because guess what? Your brain is going to give you an answer anyway. And when it gives you a shit answer, turn around and say, no, what, am I, what positive what things am I learning? What else am I learning? What else am I learning? Right? What else am I learning? Because the what first thing it tells you is probably going to be something stupid like you're dumb or, oh, yeah, told you so or something stupid like that, right? Because that's the the... What's an autopilot? But we're changing the way we're thinking. So what am I learning? Then you're going to go, what are the opportunities? What is the opportunity? What are the opportunities? What and other lastly, ones? what am I thankful for? You know, So what am I learning? What are the opportunities? And what am I thankful for? Because no matter what happens to you in life, there's always something to be thankful for. No matter how bad that thing is that's happened to you, there will be something that you can be thankful for. Yeah. Always. And no matter where you are right now, taking the first step is going to be crucial. So when I was struggling with anxiety and when I was struggling with depression and agoraphobia, like asking myself what I was learning was like smashing my head against the wall. What I was learning was that I needed to let go of control. I really needed to look after me. So what were the opportunities? The opportunities were that I could purchase so many books about being agoraphobic, about panic attacks. I learned about different forms of medication. I learned that doctors want to just prescribe antidepressants without doing full screening. I also learned that there were different therapists out there that were, being, were able to help with different forms of anxiety and depression and agoraphobia. What was I thankful for? 
I'll tell you what I'm thankful for about having my breakdown slash breakthrough is that I got to move into a whole new career field. Like I never would have become a personal trainer. I never would have been a group fitness instructor. I certainly wouldn't have owned my own personal training studio. I would never have purchased a gym. I would never have built a cafe, never have had Fat Man Slim, never had a property building. Never met me. Oh, this is it, you see? So one of the best things that's, that's ever, ever happened to me is that breakdown slash breakthrough. Now, at the time, did I know that? No. But you bet your bottom dollar that I'm grateful that I got to experience that so that I can have more compassion and more love for other human beings that are struggling with the same thing that I struggled with over, oh gosh, 20 years ago, 25 years ago now, because I've traveled that path and now I'm able to help other people deal with that because I went through it. And now I come from a place of love and gratitude for all my experiences and all my learnings. So if you are struggling right now and life is just holding you down and you feel overwhelmed and you feel stuck and you feel frustrated, then I want you to know that you're not alone. I want you to know that there are other people that are in your back corner. They're there to help. They're there to support you. They're there to encourage you to take that next step of progress. And the reason that you want to take that next step of progress is because if you don't, you're going to be really stuck and your brain's going to be in freeze frame and freeze frame does not serve you. We want to no longer be in freeze frame. We want to be able to take control. We want to be the CEO of our life and not live life by default. And if we can just find, you know, one learning, one opportunity and one thing that we're grateful for, then you're automatically shifting from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. And this will make you feel more empowered. You'll be able to inspire other people around you. You will feel more confident. You will feel like you're owning your environment. You're owning your life. And that'll put a smile on your dial. And remember, energy is contagious. So if this podcast has resonated with you or it's helped you in some way or you think that's me or thanks so much this has been exactly what I've needed can you please do us a huge favor we would love for you to just send the link to a friend just send it to her and say I've listened to this amazing podcast by these amazing people that I love with all my heart and I just thought you would love to hear it today have the most incredible week and go and sprinkle some magic on someone today because you just don't know who needs it today. Love you guys and And see see you next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend or share it on the socials. And don't forget to tag me on hashtag MFM, Mind Fitness Mentor. And if nobody's told you today, remember, you are loved. You matter. And you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.